Welcome to the Work Utopia Podcast, the number one show on the internet for motivation, practical tools, and happiness strategies. It's real talk for professionals, managers, and employees who are tired of the status quo and in need of an outstanding career and life. Work on the inside, develop your very own work utopia, create a life full of virtue, purpose, and happiness. And now, the man dedicated to helping you attract your ultimate work, Alexander Lauren. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the Work Utopia podcast. Alexander Lauren here. Good day, listener. A couple of days ago, I took my daughter to an IMAX showing. It was a documentary called A Beautiful Planet. The movie was shot from the International Space Station. It was really neat, impressive, and visually stunning. I mean, our planet is quite beautiful. My daughter, however, she did not like <laughs> she did not like this movie. The movie's theme was about how attractive the Earth is, but at the same time, it was about destruction and the harm that humans are doing. She did not like that at all. And they were specifically talking about like the ice shield and glaciers, glaciers melting at an alarming pace. And at this rate, the sea levels are rising, and they gave an example of how the entire city of New Orleans will eventually become submerged. So I was disappointed that she did not enjoy the nice things about the film, but at the same time, I was kind of glad, you know, that there's this new awareness that she has of, of the planet. My wife and I, we really do. We try to be our best role models for, you know, conserving energy, reusing and recycling, and quite frankly, my wife's in the lead. She is a rock star in this area. It's really quite amazing how none of this stuff, none of none of this is on our minds. I think I think we're really mostly focused on ourselves and our egos, right? I suppose when we're not self-absorbed, what do we do with our time? We we entertain ourselves, right? I only ever hear about the state of the planet from scientists. No one else. I wonder if our planet is not so important because, you know, nurturing nature, nurturing nature does not provide us with monetary wealth. Actually, doing it harm seems to create monetary wealth. I tell you, we are a very interesting species. We're very interesting. I actually heard someone refer to us the other day as uh, we're a bunch of donkeys and sheeps. You know, it's like the sheeps, the sheeps are flocking and following the jackasses. <laughs> what do you think, listener? I mean, how does that sound to you? Jo donkeys and sheep. There is this part of me, I admit, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that humans are wrecking the environment. There is a part of me. And it's because I'm I'm not one to look for science to give me all the answers. Science cannot answer the questions of they can't answer the questions of dying or the afterlife or spirituality, phenomena, phenomena that people tend to witness. So I don't put all my eggs in this basket. Not all of it. I accept some, but I don't accept every single thing. 
It's not my religion. Despite that I'm not fully convinced, it is really easy to see how mindless the human race seems to be at times. And all I have to do to see this is I just have to walk down to the lake and I just have to look at what at the water, see what it looks like, see what I can see in it. That's all it takes. If we're not practicing compassion for ourselves or our neighbors or, or even just strangers, we certainly are not going to practice for this giant host we call the planet Earth. And quite frankly, if what the scientists say is true, we're not really destroying our planet. You know, no one is going to destroy this planet. We're just destroying ourselves. This planet's going to be here for millions of years. Millions of years. It sounds like insanity, really. Like, I mean, <laughs> here's our house. This is where we sleep. Let's burn it down and have nowhere to go. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever heard of the hundred monkey effect? So I'm going to do my best to share this with you on what I heard. And hopefully I'm, I'm hoping I'm pretty accurate with this. I think I'm pretty accurate. Now, I think it was in the 70s and they were observing monkeys on this island in Japan, somewhere in Japan. So these monkeys, they would eat bananas, but the bananas, the bananas often had sand on them. So the monkeys, they just ate the bananas with the sand on them. One day, a monkey put the banana in the ocean, thus getting the sand off of the banana and producing an enjoyable banana to eat. Now this happened and the other monkeys, they continued on with their way eating, <laughs> eating sand. But eventually more monkeys caught on to this idea until finally, after some time, the last monkey took up this practice of washing the banana first before eating it. And what they said is that that final monkey was the last, the 100th monkey on this small island. So what happens? They go to another island and they observe different monkeys. And wouldn't you know it, all of those monkeys were washing their bananas too. So the theory is, for us, is when enough people accept a common idea, then the rest of us will automatically accept it too. It's called, I, I believe it's called a common consciousness. We are all part of a, of a common consciousness. We're all, we're all linked together this way. Now this, if true, is very hopeful. If you see yourself behaving in a compassionate way towards animals or other people or the planet, do not get discouraged. You have to keep it up. Eventually, more people are going to be doing the same thing. And the next thing you know, we're all going to be doing it. Do not let the media and its negativity dissuade you. You can be hopeful for a wonderful future for the children on this planet and their children and on and on. Look, Google. Google people who invented things at the same time. You're going to see that multiple people get the same idea and invent the same things at the same time. Or, you know, roughly around the same time. And when I did this, I noticed that Google often, I found web pages that, you know, told me about two people who invented the same thing at the same time. Like, for example, 
the film projector, uh, someone in Paris, I think, and then another person around the same time in the United States of America. Or there's a fellow from the UK, he invented uh, the automated bank machine, while, you know, someone in the States did, did the same thing around the same time. So these are two people. But really, it could have been many more who had this idea, many more. It just so happens that the ones with the idea and that have wealth and influence, they're able to get the credit for it. You know, there are many people who came up with all of these ideas. One or two get all the credit because of status and resources. Did you ever have an idea that you discovered came to reality? It was like, hey, that's my idea. I've heard people say this. In the back of my mind, I remember I would say, oh, yeah, sure, sure. But you know what? I totally believe it today. Absolutely, 100%, I am on board with this 100 monkey method train. Once we get the right messages out there, things can and will change. People are so incredibly powerful. Not power for destruction, but power for growth, discovery, imagination. I mean, you could say that the soul or, or the spirit within us, those are just other words that describe human potential. So try not to get discouraged. Do your part. Live a good life and act in the ways that you want everyone else to act. I'm not talking about the ways that stroke your ego, you know, but the ways, ways that encourage harmony and peace at your house in your communities, the streets, the country, the planet. Come on, man. Let's face it. This self-absorption, mindlessness, self-interest is getting us nowhere. Actually, it's getting us all incredibly depressed. We can do it. You can do it. If enough of us do it, we will all do it. A small number of us can influence business we can create better business practices, better jobs with better living conditions, a greater capacity for understanding and compassion, more equality, better standards of living. The list here can go on and on and on if you really think about it. Whatever you do, every virtuous act, every good action, every moment of caring counts. It counts, and it's not all for naught. It starts with one like, one, like one step up on a ladder. It just takes time and practice. But keep your hope on this. Keep your hope that things will change as long as you are the example for change. I mean, if you don't think things will change and you give up, you stop trying, and then quite frankly, you're making it really hard for the rest of us. So knock it off. Wake up, man. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, actually, I'm not, I'm not kidding at all. Uh, okay, so look, go about your day. Think about this 100 monkey method. Read up on it, you know. Consider your actions. Use your imagination. Raise your spirit. Live a good life so all can live a good life as well. Thank you for listening today. It looks like another beautiful day over here. More sun. Love it. Have yourself a great day. Goodbye for now. 
Thank you for listening to the Work Utopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. And check out the Work Utopia YouTube channel for post-podcast video content. Are you in need of career or life coaching? Contact Alexander via email at alex at workutopia.com. Till next time.